at Creeps, the podcast where we dissect and correct the TV ads that raised us, phased us, and amazed us. I am also amazed by my, I was going to say co-worker. Mm. Al. Yeah, I don't know about that. You don't like, we, look, I've been putting in some work. Oh, boy. For these creeps, I got a book out of the library. <laughs> work, bitch. <laughs> Okay. I, I forgot. I forgot how easy it is to get information from a book. Yeah, it's easy because it's just in there. It's in. It's, it's just literally in there. in there, and it's more than like a page. It's a lot on usually, Wikipedia. Yeah. It's and it's you. Sometimes it's from like a first person point of view, which is great. Which I is like wonderful. That. Like the internet's kind of bad for research. Yeah, because it's like here's a very level like baseline information here that we've is, pulled from bits and pieces and yeah. some of it's suspect and some of it isn't. Here's a BuzzFeed article. None of it's unbiased. Here's a Mashable article. <laughs> yeah, I got a book. I got a book and I read a book. Hey. Wow. You know what? You haven't actually said your name. Oh, I'm Courtney. Yeah, that's And Courtney. I've read a book. Courtney read a book. I've never read a book. <laughs> You've, that is incorrect. In my life. You- <laughs> I'm just a himbo, baby. <laughs> I'm at the gym 24-7. I'm pumping iron. <laughs> I don't have time for books or words. <laughs> okay, you ready to uh, learn about what I learned in this book? Yes, please learn me a thing okay. from your books. Look, today, today's book learning tomorrow will be leg day, I promise. <laughs> okay, Peter Epstein owned the largest volume Pontiac dealership in America. In the 1960s. Okay. 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 We're coming out of swinging. I forgot Pontiac was an actual car that people drove. I don't think they're around today. I wouldn't know. Uh, (laughs) I don't know from cars. I don't know a car. (laughs) I've never met a car. (laughs) I know the gym. No, do not know cars. (laughs) Do not know books. Do not know cars. They write books about cars? (laughs) They have cars full of books? Maybe. Oh. (laughs) Wouldn't know. (laughs) But if you took a look at his tiny showroom in Skokie, Illinois, you wouldn't have known it. At times, it just held one car. Oh. Suspect. So he sold car. (laughs) Yeah, he was the greatest, largest, he's the largest (laughs) volume of a Pontiac. (laughs) But a really big one. (laughs) Just a really long one. You fit a lot of people in it. This is the... uh... Oh, a bus. (laughs) He sold one bus. <laughs> it's the Titanic of Pontiacs. Oh, bo- oh. <laughs> Epstein was largely out of the spotlight, and not much is known about his work in the 1960s. The Sacramento Bee, a newspaper, oh, which I is very it was a bee. cute. <laughs> a bee? Yes. There's one insect. It's like a little bee, and it's just like, hey, did you hear about this guy that sells car? <laughs> I'm B. I love this. this I'm B. Cute. I tell news. This is cute. I love it. <laughs> Uh, once published a story titled, quote, Palm Springs, where the stars, poles, and mobsters live in style, with a picture of P. Epstein below captioned, a automobile dealer financed by the mafia. See, singular, automobile. <laughs> He's a car. Yeah, he does. <laughs> now, I'm kind of worried about where the stars, poles, and mobsters live. Oh, like, po- like... I think... Like people from Poland. I think. Is that... I think. I don't like that. I think that's vaguely anti-Semitic. That, yeah. Yeah. Or not. Hey, you know what? Not vaguely. <laughs> I'm going to just say. Yes, Peter Epstein Pontiac in Skokie was small, but it was also known for its extravagance and star power whenever it came to throwing parties for an all-new line of cars. Or, in this case, car, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you got a new car, you got to throw out the old one. Yeah. 
Epstein was also quick to go to court over libel. He filed a $6 million suit against the Sacramento Bee for their caption <laughs> insinuating. You can't take a bee to court. You can't. You can't. Wait. That was the present. That was the in B movie, actually. Yeah, but here's they the thing: they did take the B to court. If the B says it, it's not libel; it's slander. Why? Because he says it. Oh, <laughs> he didn't write it down. He's on little hands. No one read the newspaper. It's very tiny. <laughs> the caption insinuating that he was connected to the mob. The newspaper published a story reporting Epstein's denial, but did not print a retraction. Mm. The mafia and car dealership partnerships connected back to the 1920s as storefronts began to hawk Oldsmobile, Ford, and Packards to the hungry public. These storefronts ended up being a cash cow and an easy way to hide and launder money. The tradition continued to the 1950s and 60s as organized crime to move their money into Chicago. That's where all the money is going. You're not going to fucking believe what, what the bee told me <laughs> about the cash cow. She's got money stuffed all up in there. Yeah, from selling car. <laughs> oh, we're just going in a different direction. <laughs> I'm just having fun. All right, we're here. We're having fun. We love it. <laughs> the best proof that Peter Epstein Pontiac was somehow connected to the mob was their advertising campaign. A radio spot to the tune of Old MacDonald Had a Farm, sung by Frank Sinatra. Old MacDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O And on this farm he had a car, the swingin'est car I know It was a new Pontiac with a dual-wide track What a kick to drive, it's like ball in the jack Peter Epstein Pontiac, he sold the car to Mac Oh, hello, Frank. <laughs> He's here. Chairman of the board, he's here. <laughs> His friend Sammy and Dean, also here. Oh, from Supernatural. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> there are two theories about what mob connected Epstein and Sinatra. One theory is that Sam uh, Ginkana, head boss of the Chicago outfit between 57 and 66, called in a favor. Sinatra obviously owned Ginkana something because the singer had also acted as a front for the mobster to buy the casino business in Lake Tahoe. Ooh. So you just send Sinatra in. Yeah. You can't go there because you are mob. So you just send Sinatra in there. I guess he, he's like, look, I got some money. Oh, ring-a-ding-ding. <laughs> his catchphrase. Is yeah. that his, his famous catchphrase? Ring-a-ding-ding. Ring-a-ding-ding. I've got some money. <laughs> and you could, too. <laughs> Rumor is it that uh, Gene Canna strong-armed Sinatra into doing the Epstein ad as a show of respect. Respect. You can't buy it, but you can sing a song for Pontiac and then be okay with the monster. He won't kill you. Yeah. Another likely theory is that Joseph and Rocco Fischetti, cousins of Al Capone, negotiated with Sinatra. Sinatra had already been known to do extravagant favors for these mobster brothers. Mm. He owes a lot of people a lot of favors, <laughs> which is not good. He once rode along in a plane from Palm Springs to Vegas so that the Fischettis could impress a car tycoon from Detroit. Sinatra also took a trip with the brothers in 1964 to the Havana Summit, held by notorious runner Lucky Luciano. Oh, they all know each other. They all know each other. They're friends. They, like, friends as in the TV show Friends. Yeah. But it's just all the monsters. 
killing people. Mm. Mm. Like they do on Friends, the TV show. <laughs> I assume. I've never seen it. <laughs> they kill the Joey and then they replace it with another Joey. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Good. So, <laughs> look, I saw torture. Uh, someone stuffed uh, someone's head in a turkey and yeah. he died. That's, you can't. It's bad. There are laws. <laughs> there's cement shoes and then there's turkey heading. There are laws to do with that, but there are laws. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I heard that from the bee. <laughs> the bee, because the bee had to go to court. Yeah, to go to court. <laughs> uh, folks, I'll be here all week. Whichever mobster got Sinatra involved, the singer was certainly motivated. He even brought along his friends, Sammy Davis Jr. and Dean Martin, to also sing their own commercials. The ads were oddly free of charge. Sinatra received two Pontiacs as a gift from Epstein, but no payment. The whole setup was so fishy that Epstein's ex-wife reported the transaction to the FBI. Am I wrong? Cars is payment. Cars is payment, but I think if you're getting a star as big as that to sing you a one one Pontiac dealership in Illinois who sells one car. Uh, and it, now somehow he has two? <laughs> he had to call in some more favorites. Suspicious. He had to so call look at the B on this. <laughs> no, he's in jail. <laughs> Sinatra's ad for Epstein Pontiac may have put the car dealership in the history books, but that was not the most bizarre ad Old Blue Eyes was talked into. <gasps> Interesting. But this time, instead of the mob, it was the state of New York. <gasps> we going there, baby. The big app. We're going to the greatest city in the in world. The world. <laughs> The spirit of Jimmy Peppers lives on. Oh, he's here. He's, you know what? And he's going to be proud of what we're pulling out. Oh, boy. He's going to be proud of this city I'm going to talk about right now. <laughs> New York in the mid-70s. You kidding oh, me? Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, that's where we're going. Oh, no. Hang on. We're jumping in. New York in the mid-70s was a city that was facing a billion-dollar deficit massive layoffs, and a large handful of businesses packing up and moving out of town. Schools were closed down by the dozens, and educators were beaten down from the rolling strikes and lockouts, low wages, and an increase in violent racism and anti-Semitic acts in the community. There's a big strike that happens around now um, about schooling of black children mm. and busing them elsewhere and people really being upset about black kids coming into their white community. Um, it's incredible. Uh, it's in my sources, actually. After asking Gerald Ford for a bailout, the president likened the city and its spending to a, quote, insidious disease and promised that he would veto any bill that sent NYC any federal money to prevent a default. If a default did come, Ford did say his government would see to it that, quote, essential public services for the people of New York City would be maintained. White House officially commented after Ford's speech that the president conceded that, quote, essential services did not actually include public schooling. So, um, <laughs> oh, word? It's not a public service. It's just a benefit. Uh, okay. Education? Um, okay. <laughs> the next day, the Daily News published the headline, quote, Ford to City, drop dead. <laughs> <laughs> City to Ford, I'm walking here. <laughs> right? Yeah. They say, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing they, they say. The thing they say. The height of New York's woes was punctuated in 1978 by both a garbage collector strike and a sanitation worker strike. 
the latter taking place during the Christmas shopping spree. Mm. On average, the city compiles 15,000 tons of garbage a day. At points, the city smelt so bad, commuters took to wearing surgeon masks in the streets. It smelt bad. So they wore... They wore masks? By, by choice. But they... They were, yeah, they didn't, they weren't. Because they, there was something that they didn't want to. No. Breathe in? Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Hmm. This was the same year New York's senior deputy commissioner, Bill Doyle, was sent to the famous ad agency, Wells, Rich, and Green. At the time, New York spent less money per person on tourism than any other state in the country, which is hard to believe. Very hard to believe. (laughs) Nebraska? They're throwing money everywhere. Yeah, they're planting all kinds of trees. (laughs) Idaho? Potato. Look. (laughs) And that cost a billion dollars. They have that big potato there. Listen, I don't know anything about most states. This is interesting. If I named a state, would you be able to tell me, like, what you think it's known for? Sure. Iowa. Corn. Very good. Interesting. Uh, Connecticut. Rich people. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. South Carolina. The first thing that came to mind was yeah. peaches, but I know that's Georgia. That could be Georgia. South Carolina. The, all the Carolinas do have peaches. Okay. Yeah, yeah, South yeah. Carolina, Virginia they have, has peaches. South Carolina has a university. They <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that I'm familiar. Or is that North Carolina? South Carolina is the mulberry trees. Oh. With, uh, there was a man by the name of Oglethorpe. And he said, I'm going to I'm gonna take this land and I'm going to grow mulberry trees and I'm going to put silkworms in there and we're going to grow silk. Oh, cool. It did not work very oh, well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but on the flag, there's a mulberry tree. Give me another one. Okay. Um, how about Montana? Cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very good. This, this is, is fun. fun. You like that? Stereotyping states? I love it. I love it. All my knowledge probably comes entirely from The Simpsons, so. (laughs) Do they visit every state? Well, you know, they get around. They get around? I was going to say, okay, how about Kansas? Dorothy. Yeah, that's right. You should be. And Supernatural. Oh. Wow. (laughs) I was going to say you should be head of the tourism board just across the states. How about Vermont? Oh, um, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Ooh, very Maple. good. Gays. Gays. Yep. Uh, cider donuts. Mm. Love them. Mm-mm-mm. Look, I love that we're just picking out states. <laughs> Can we do that with the provinces? All day. Can we yep. do that with the provinces? Okay, Manitoba. Winnipeg. <laughs> Wait. Yes. <laughs> I had to calculate there for a second. Saskatchewan. A, ru- a Rough Rider team. <laughs> Sure. Right? I think I know more about the states than I do the prairie. Wow. Well, there's not much going on around there. (laughs) Okay. At the time, New York spent less money per per person on tourism than any other state in the country. Doyle needed a plan to take back to the legislature. So they asked ad agency president Mary Wells Lawrence, who we will talk about, I'm sure, in the future as well. And she gave him the leadership that the campaign needed. Quote, I know everyone hates New York right now. (laughs) People get more emotional about New York than any other city and state that I could think of. We've got to use that emotion and turn it around from a strong hate to a strong love. Oh, I'm sorry. This is a hate to love storyline? Yeah. (laughs) This is an enemies to lovers? Yeah. (laughs) Everyone hate the New York? They're soon they're going to love. They're going to love this big apple. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, this is all found in Lawrence's book, A Big Life in Advertising. Um, quote, remember the first time you were in New York City? Mm -hmm. The thrill it was. Mm -hmm. That's New York. Mm -hmm. Forget the garbage <laughs> that's currently rotting in the city right now. Okay. Everybody loves New York deep down inside. I do love New York. Do you? Can you tell me about the first time you went to New York? Yeah. It was complicated. <laughs> um, I think I know the story. <laughs> I was in college. Yeah. I went with a friend of mine. Yeah. It was the end of our friendship <laughs> for many years, that yeah. trip. Uh, but I had a, I had a great time. Yeah, uh, we went to Tavern on the Green because okay. I had read about it in um, the Princess Diaries. Oh boy! Uh, we well. went to Thirty Rock, oh, of course, and we went to all the hot spots. Not the Statue of Liberty. The Toys R Us in yeah, uh, we went to, no, Hell's yeah. No, we went to the um, FOA FOA Schwartz FAO Schwartz, Schwartz yeah, and yeah. played on the piano from Big Hell's yeah, and. Um, Go to the bubble gump? No. Okay. Those it's are the M&M store. Those are the only places I know in oh, New York Oh, my second trip was much better. Yeah? When? Oh, yeah, that, that was sandwich night, right? Yeah, when I went to sandwich night. Yeah, that's much better. I went to New York City once, mm. and one of our family members was very sick. I forget who it was. <laughs> so we didn't do a lot, but I do remember just walking into a deli, and it just happened to be the most famous deli in Jewish jelly in the area, and it was packed. And they had some good pickles. Oh, my God. My favorite part of my second trip to New York yeah. was I uh, made my partner at the time take the train with me out to New Jersey Yeah. Um, so that I could, A, go to the Walmart there and see if the movie I wrote was on sale, which oh, it was yeah. not, and I could not buy a DVD of it, and I was sad. Um, and B, just to see the Passaic River, because that bitch is dirty. She's full of chemicals. You just went to go see a dirty bitch in New, New Jersey, <laughs> The Passaic? Huh? You, can't eat, you can't eat one fish from there if you're a man per year. <laughs> I love New York became the new self-affirming <gasps> mantra that kicked off the campaign. The one. The one. The very one. Uh-huh. That was in every... We're talking about it. That's what we're talking every about. Every single, like, Everything. little marketing every little like there's so many like souvenir shops yeah literally you can walk anywhere there's a guy with a table with white shirts for five dollars that says i heart new york that's the and this is that this is that oh we're doing god. that does the b know about this <laughs> oh i'm sorry to tell you the b the b was around in the 70s I'm and bees don't last that long oh <laughs> Yeah, I'm sad about the bee. <laughs> yeah, we're sad. Okay. Well, let me let me kind of tell you a little bit more okay. about this. Maybe you'll feel a little bit better. Okay. Graphic designer Milton Glasser was asked to design an official logo to go with the ads because the state had nothing to bolster its tourist program with. <laughs> no posters, no maps, no bumper stickers, nothing. Just a big sign that says, don't come here. <laughs> No, not even that. Look, <laughs> Nebraska, they're like, hey, we got lots of stuff going on. Idaho, we got a big potato. Here's a fucking bumper sticker. Even wall drug, they put signs all across the world. Nothing. New Hampshire That's was like, we'll shoot you. <laughs> Don't wear a seatbelt or we will shoot you. <laughs> and that's all right. <laughs> You better live free or you will die. <laughs> oh, New Hampshire, we'll talk about you soon. Glasser took the word love and replaced it with a heart. The I Heart New York's logo was born. The state paid peanuts for it and then did not license the logo. The Department of Commerce preferred that it get disseminated naturally across the landscape. They paid peanuts? Yeah, they paid peanuts. Well, what do they think Snoopy's going to do with that? <laughs> Snoopy? Yeah, from Peanuts. Oh, I get it. I thought, God. I thought you were insinuating Glasser was an elephant. 
That's also a good that's joke. Also a that's funny also joke, a great joke. Thank you. Yeah. Thank okay, you. great. The more often it appeared, said Mary Wells and Lawrence in her book, the better, they said, at no cost to the state. So all those guys selling t-shirts, it's fine. They're not copywriting infringing oh, okay. anything. No, yeah. Because it's just free everywhere. It's a free slogan. It's a fr- it's free real estate. It's free real estate, baby. <laughs> the first TV commercial worked to establish the phrase and simply featured people from across the United States doing different a- outdoor activities in New York. All saying the line, I live in blank state, but I love New York. So it's like, I'm from New Hampshire, but I love New York. Okay. I'm from Arkansas and I love New York. Cool. I'm from Louisiana, and I love New York. That's it. Cool. (laughs) The second ad went directly to Broadway. (laughs) Broadway. Featuring the cast of Chorus Line, Annie, and of course, Yul Brenner, and the cast of The King and I. Wow. (laughs) Wow. He's here, Yul. Oh, boy. He's here. (laughs) Uh, In yellow face, yeah. Yeah, he is. He sure is. Yeah, he sure is. is. Is that tradition for the king and I? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty it's sure it the is. Whole, That's the whole thing. It's the whole shtick. Yeah. Because there wasn't any any Asian actors. No, none. it was, yeah, it was pretty bad the whole time. Oh, very bad. I think also probably West Side Story. Probably, ooh, yeah. Probably a lot mm-hmm, of white people. Mm-hmm. And cats. Well, they're cats. There was, But they didn't cast cats. No. They cast people. To play the cats. Ugh, gross. Because if you cast cats... Then it just would be a mess, frankly. <laughs> yeah. You should cast Yul Brenner as a cat. Okay. I get that. I'm a That's board. better, frankly. <laughs> the ads were a hit, and the launch party for each ad became bigger and more glitzy. By the early 80s, the ad campaign was ready for a second stage. This time, the commercials would feature not only stars of Broadway, but also the big names of music, movies, and politics. Wells Rich Green was able to gather up. The 1982 Who's Who. Gregory Peck. Oh, boy. Pearl Bailey. Oh, boy. Carol Channing. Oh, oh boy. Liza Minnelli. Okay. Our friend and yours, Henry Kissinger. Oh, no. And, of course, the chairman of the board himself, Frank Sinatra. Oof. He's back, baby. I, I, got, I got stuck on Kissinger and I couldn't go any further. <laughs> Wait till you see this ad is buck wild. Oh, my God. It is. Boy. Oh, there's. It's a lot. Mm. And that's why I picked it. 67-year-old Sinatra arrived to the set already upset and, quote, not exactly sober. (laughs) The setup had taken longer than expected, and to compile the anxiety of the day, thousands of fans had appeared outside and were screaming at the tops of their lungs every time Old Blue Eyes came into view. Sinatra had to be escorted by armed guards and a sheriff's car. By the time the set was ready to film his one line, (laughs) he had been waiting for hours. He was told about the staging, Warned to be careful of the dancers, who were from the Broadway cast of Cats. (laughs) The cats were going to move around him as he said his line. One take is all you need, Sinatra said. One take. Filming began and lo lo and behold, Sinatra said his line and then promptly bumped into a few of the cats. (laughs) As soon as cut was yelled, Sinatra waved it off. Okay, that's it. Goodbye. He began to walk off the set. The director asked to shoot again and Sinatra declined. (laughs) <laughs> According to the Mary Wells Lawrence book, the shoot was saved by one of the dancers. She went up to Sinatra in full cat makeup. She was not Sinatra. Yeah. I wish, though. <laughs> and let him know that her mother was excited to see the commercial. Quote, I told her I was th- I was making this shot with you, and she is so thrilled. Sinatra and his famous love of mothers relented. <laughs> I'll do it for you, he said. He's a milf man. For you and your mother. <laughs> 
He's a milf man. He's a, he loves the moms. <laughs> In the book, um, Mary Wells Lawrence talks about how Frank Sinatra was obsessed with her mom and tried to set up her mom with, like, some of his friends. Oh, my God. It was really weird. That's really... Okay, so this, this man's weird about moms. He's... Truly weird about moms. Interesting. Yeah. And I guess this one actor from Cats knew about it. <laughs> She's like, he's a mom guy. Yeah, I gotta talk about my mom. <laughs> Everyone resets and the camera starts rolling. And Sinatra, inspired by that one dancer from Cats' mother, said his line perfectly with no bumping. The instant cut was called, the clouds above opened, and a do- downpour hit. <laughs> and the set absolutely flooded. Sinatra retreated to the safety of his car and beckoned the director inside. All throughout his career, Sinatra confessed, he had been plagued with near misses from thunderstorms. Quote, I take it personally, he said, pointing to the heavens. God hates Sinatra. That's the mom in the sky. (laughs) That's the big mom. Look, he loves mom so much that he's just not able to connect with the big mom in the sky. (laughs) Sinatra, don't worry. The big mom in the sky is coming for you soon. (laughs) This would be the last major uh, American ad campaign that Frank Sinatra would be a part of. Uh, I did find one other ad. Uh, the only ad that was later was 1993. Jesus. And it was a Japanese airline ad oh, that wow. Frank Sinatra. And because at the time, I was doing some research, at the time, Japan was really into, like, 1950s Americana. Oh, yeah. And so they thought, well, let's just hire Sinatra. And Sinatra's like, I guess. And he, was, really, he was into that. I couldn't find any back, more background information on that, though. Oh. Uh, but this is the last American ad he was in. Okay. While Frank Sinatra bumped into anthropomorphic cats, Peter Epstein moved to California and opened up a Honda dealership. In 1995, he was prosecuted for his role in a kickback scheme in which dealers in 30 states gave executives of of American Honda up to $15 million cash and gifts in exchange for hot-selling cars and franchises. Wow. Yeah. Look, he had one Pontiac. He had a lot of Honda. He had a lot of Hondas. He was also convicted of perjury in the case, fined $200,000, and sentenced to six months in prison. Only six, though. You know, the bee was still around. (laughs) Never would have stood for that. He would have fucking blown that case wide open. He died in 1997 in Palm Springs, California. Frank Sinatra died one year later in Los Angeles. Oh, wow. That's it. Just a couple of guys. Just a couple of guys doing some dirty business. Just a couple of guys. Bumping into cats, selling some cars. (laughs) Okay, you ready to see this absolutely buck wild New York ad? Yes, please. Okay, let's do it. You can find this ad, of course, in our sources. We'll return after these messages. To your partner, I love the Let Me Count the Way. I love the new things about you. I love your home cooking, honey. I love New York. I just love your silent pictures. I love the way you move. I love your foreign accent. I love the way you put on a show. There are more ways to love New York than there are lights on Broadway. For package tours and information, call toll-free 1-800-554-3600. I love New York. I love New York. You know why? Of course, it's open all night. I love New York. 
night. Welcome back to the show. Frankie put some stank on that last one. He sure did. Can you talk about the fever dream that was that ad? Yeah, it was very heavily theater-based. Yeah, very heavily theater-based. A lot of casts from different shows. The the, the uh, famous faces that you mentioned were all yeah. there. Oh, boy. Um, Carol Channing. Carol Channing was, I think, in front of the Met. Uh, she was shopping at Tiffany's. Okay, I was confused. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then... Every name has escaped my head. Every name. Okay, let me read you the ones that I have. Uh, Gregory Peck was the first guy. Uh, Pearl Bailey, Carol Channing, Liza Minnelli. Liza Minnelli, that's it. Uh, Henry Kissinger. Yeah, I think Liza Minnelli was inside the Met. Yes, and she's like, I love your silent pictures. I love Liza Minnelli. Oh, she gave me the chills when I saw her in this ad. Love it. So did Carol Channing, but in a different way. Was that Cher? I think it was Cher. Oh, I think, I think Cher was there. I think she, we think Cher was there. Yeah. Can, cannot confirm or deny. I'm I pretty f- sure Cher was there. I feel like there were so many things and places and people that I got overwhelmed. <laughs> it is an overwhelming ad. Was, it definitely is. Pearl Bailey was the one who was talking about the, the food? Yeah, the food. Uh-huh. Yeah. With the with the just, they're in Chinatown. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the music. The music. You got you get that sting. Hey, the music was there. The music was there. They had guys mouthing things in the back. It was great. Yeah, and was then it? Frank Sinatra with all the cats. You love it. It's weird. I have a question. Yeah. How much do you think this ad campaign contributed to the glorification and sort of American worship of New York that made it a target for <laughs> the 9-11 attacks? <laughs> A hundred percent. Oh, okay. Interesting. A hundred percent. Well, okay. So um, in the book, Mary Wells Lawrence talks about how the only thing that back then, New York was not a tourist destination. Yeah. In the 1970s, it absolutely was not on the radar. The only thing that people wanted to do in New York was to see a Broadway show. Ah, yes. So that's why they really brought it in. But I think you're right. This I Love New York single-handedly got tourism on the map for New York. Yeah. And made, you know, the Times Square and everything what it was and what it is. I wonder when when did the New York like the um Dick Clark's Rock and New Year's Eve. Oh, that's a great question. It must be it must be around this time. Yeah. Um but like at the same time New York City suffered from like like just established racism yeah. because in the early 80s that was when the Central Park 5 case as well right mm-hmm. um so it was just an awful thing and this is kind of just hey you want to go to Broadway look at all the stars yeah that's it that's it Broad- or New York is interesting in terms of its systemic racism because so many uh, major cities had white flight yeah. Whereas in New York, a lot of the, the white people sort of centralized in Manhattan okay. and the Upper East Side, yeah. um, paying exorbitant amounts of money to live there. Yes. And then um, racialized people were pushed out into the boroughs. Yeah. Mm-mm. They didn't put they didn't put that in the ad nope. campaign. Can't do it. The other interesting thing is Frank Sinatra literally has a song, New York, New York. Yeah. And they didn't. They didn't go with that one. You would think that they would have gone with that also, one. Also, why not Billy Joel? <laughs> <laughs> what song does he have? New York State of Mind. Oh, oh, that they had to have. I'm sure this was not the only. This was not the only. <laughs> okay, ad. so then maybe they had a Billy they Joel. Had, they had. They had to have. Yeah, and they had to have an Elton in there. I'm sure. I'm sure. What is Elton very New York? 
He's British. No, well, he is British, but I don't know. He's got that style. He's got a New York flavor. He's got a flavor. He's performed there yeah. several times. The um, I Love New York, there was a also an article, I believe it's in my sources, they also pushed out a very, uh, very similar I Love New York after the 9-11 attacks. Oh. And COVID. They pushed out a, a come back to Broadway. Come back to Broadway. Uh, COVID, I Love New York, post quote unquote, post COVID. So they're still dining out on this. They're still loving it. Well, yeah, it's everywhere. That's what you buy, it's right? The, that's the thing. That's the thing. Um, but Frank Sinatra was really awkward in this one. Do you want to explain his little part? Yeah, he just, he was there, he was standing there, he was surrounded by cats, he didn't look happy. He did not look happy. And he said, I like it because it's uh, the open late. It's open all night, and then he puts a sting on it, all night! Yeah, all night, Jerry. Like Waffle House. (laughs) Oh, I wish, I wish Waffle House. (laughs) You wish Waffle House what? I wish Waffle House here for me. <laughs> now? I want Waffle House. Open late. Canada. <laughs> we have Jollibee now. That's true. We do have Jollibee now. I cannot big wait. Opening. I cannot wait to eat that spagats. Mm, boy, oh boy, oh Gotta boy. get in there. Gotta get in there. That fried chicken Ugh. looks mouth-watering. <laughs> okay, this isn't about Jollibee. It's about New York. It's about New York. It's about the greatest city in the world. It's 2022. 2022. Oh, boy. Vibes are bad all over. Wow. Yeah. Tourism is... Frank is dead, baby. So is the bee. Not good. Yeah. What are we going to do with this? <laughs> Al's staring out into the ether. He's staring into the void. <laughs> I, think, I think they got a... Ease off the hype. <laughs> okay. I think they got to slow the hype train down. We got to we gotta tone it down. We got to turn it from 11 to maybe 3. New York's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Is that it? Um, I don't know. It's hard because it's like, what a bad time they had. I'm emoji shrug New York. <laughs> I eggplant New York. I eggplant New York. <laughs> Or you know what it is? It's yeah. um it's a they're trying to like keep the city clean, right? Yeah, okay. Maybe they're cleaning up again. Maybe they're cleaning and up again. And it's eye water droplets emoji New York. <laughs> you know what I th- know what it is? Yeah. In New York you can be anything. You can be anything. So it's customizable. Oh. You can put any emoji in. Okay. So it's just it's like you the t-shirt is a blank. I blank New York. Yeah. And if you're a goth, you change that red heart to a black heart. Okay. If you're, you know, if you're, oh, it's hard to think of emojis. <laughs> it's okay. Well, anything could be emoji. If you're up in, if you work in one of the tall buildings. Yeah. Then it's I, and then that new emoji that's a little face and it's got the clouds on either side. I love that new emoji. That I, that New York. If you think um, you're going to New York in the summer, you go I, and then it's the melty face emoji New York. Yeah. It's very hot And there. so they get all the, you know, who are hot 2022 celebs. Okay. Um, wh- whom star? Uh, t- uh, Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> and Adam Driver. Every Spider-Man. Oh, so Garfield, he's there. He's there. Fucking Toby Maguire, why not? He's there. Can, was Toby Maguire a Spider-Man? He Toby was the OG <laughs> Spider-Man. Pictures of him on my wall in high school. <laughs> William Defoe, he's also there. Please. William Defoe is, yeah, and he's not. Can we just 
just have the cast of the original Spider-Mans in this. Yeah, I think so. I, Spider-Man New York. But not the one guy. Which one? James Franco. Can we bring his brother? Is he No, okay? I don't no. like, I they're don't all think, very I think bad. they're all bad, I've okay. decided. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not comfortable with the Paul question. Giamatti, he's pa- oh, there. Oh, Paul Giamatti's there. As the rhino. Yeah. <laughs> I, Spider-Man New York. Right, you know what? Let's what? bring in the Batman guys, too. Why not? <laughs> Danny DeVito is back. Robert, <laughs> the penguin he's eating someone's nose. Robert Pattinson's like, I'm here. I hate it. He's a new Batman. Every poison ivy, every Catwoman. Oh. I want to see every. So okay, Robin that's ever been. Let's. There's only been one. And oh, it's the pointy O'Don- nipples. Mister Chris O'Donnell. He's the only Robin for me. Um, I like where this is going. Yeah. I think we need to, not the New York City. Batman takes place in Gotham. Shh. It's, no, no, no. But, but Gotham is supposed to be New York at night and Metropolis is supposed to be New York during the is day. Is that true? That is true. Yes. I thought Gotham was in New Jersey. Well, it's all fuzzy wuzzy, but it's supposed to be based on New York. Okay. Anyway, anyway, anyway. I think what we're going for is the fictional image of New York. Oh. Right? Yeah. We love New York in the movie. We love it in the movie. We love it. We do not go to New York now. No. Currently, but do go to the movies. And you can, and then you can have any emoji that you like about it. I Spider-Man New York. I Spider-Man New York. That's a good one. Right? Yeah. That's the new thing. It's, it's New York, <laughs> it's New York in the movies, but largely New York in the movies is actually Vancouver. Yeah, that's true. Don't come here. <laughs> don't please don't come here. Please either. don't come here. But I like the image of the image of New York in the movies. That's what it is. Yeah. Did I pitch it right to you? No, you did a great okay, job. Okay. Yeah, you really kind of picked up the what I couldn't get to. Um, <laughs> Do you want any last minute ad, uh, uh, edits there? Okay, if you're Flava Flav yeah. and you have a shirt that says "I Eggplant New York" because New York was a contestant on. Flavor of love. Uh, or we can just say I eggplant New York and just bring her here. Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. That feels weird to me. It does feel weird. I to don't me. want to make her a sexual object. No. 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 Didn't she have a? Didn't she have a dating show? Yeah, she had her own dating show, and she dated everyone. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. Been yeah. on lots of different reality okay, shows. Okay. 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 New York. New York. The greatest city in the world. The Big Apple. Okay. <laughs> that it? Are we good? I think so. Okay. You know what else I need? What? A local ad. I feel like I've um, brought justice to other cities by doing a a mediocre job talking about New York. Look, with this ad, I'm going to go to Nebraska, is what you're saying. (laughs) I'm going to Nebraska. And no one can stop me. I do have a local ad for you. Where is it from? It came from our email. Wow. That's adcreeps at gmail.com. Mmm. I look in there sometimes. Me too. <laughs> this email comes to us from Caitlin. Caitlin. It says, I've been a big fan of Ad Creeps for a while now. It's my <gasps> favorite podcast out there, which what? is extremely high praise. Thank you, Thank Caitlin. Thank you very Thank much, you. Caitlin. Oh, my. Uh, They say, I knew I had to try sending in a local ad at some point because I was totally and pleasantly surprised by the local ad shout out for Ernie Sullivan's clothing in the first episode. Since those ads played a lot in the area that I grew up in. Okay. Another set of ads that used to play a lot in my local area were some weirdly 2D animated commercials for a small business called Leo's Pest Control. And the jingle still lives in my head rent free. (gasps) 
Is that what we're going to see? Thank you. So this isn't the original Leo's Pest Control that they were talking about, but it's another one of their ads that also has weird animation and a snippet of the jingle from their original commercial. I'm excited. Uh, And this comes from Bristol, Tennessee. Ooh, I love it. Thank you, Tennessee, and thank you, Caitlin. Only three, and the last bug I saw said he's after me. Leo, Leo Carrier, king of the bug frontier. Okay, let's talk about Leo. We gotta talk about Leo. Yeah, someone's talking about Leo. We gotta talk about Leo. Okay, so number one. Someone's nephew knows how to use Flash. Yeah. Because those ants were really well drawn and slightly anime. <laughs> yes. And we have a bunch of ants. They're planning an attack under the ground. But guess what? Leo's there. Leo is there. And he, he's in Davy Crockett outfit. Yeah. And the, the, the theme song is to the tune of Davy Crockett. Yeah. Davy, Davy Crockett, Leo, Leo the best guy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack there vis-a-vis Davy Crockett that we don't have time to get into and all it, that. We don't. And what's weird is the logo, the final logo, there's a bear involved? There's a, a smaller, like a little baby little Leo. baby Leo. And then a bear. And the bear is wearing clothes. And it is like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. But angrier. What's going on? Leo? What's going on, Leo? Leo, what's going on? Um, Leo, what's going on? Thank you, Caitlin, for this perplexing ad. Yeah. Oh, uh, you can reach us on, uh, of course, at creeps.gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter, because on Twitter, uh, we were informed that there was a podcast chomping our style. There what? I didn't see this. Well, there was a certain podcast. I will not name names, but it is Three oh. Brothers. <laughs> yeah. And they were talking about the hammer. They were talking about the hammer. But not the best one. No. We were not the one with the mech. They were talking about the Texas hammer. Yeah, which is what we rated as a mid-tier hammer. He's not, you know what? All I'll say, doesn't have a mech. Does not have a mech. Did not shoot bucks and money. Did not come out of that. Did not defeat Thanos? <laughs> a Thanos-like creature. <laughs> anyway, so that means one or more of the brothers are listening to this podcast. Absolutely not. We case. are we are Without on to doubt, you. Not happening. We are on to you. I would not believe Look. that. <laughs> anyway, Leo is ours. You can't take him. I don't think I want him. Look, Wet Pets is ours. (laughs) Okay, Wet Pets is, well, Wet Pets is maybe. We also, I also looked up, uh, uh, our producer looked up the Yelp reviews of Wet Pets. Not good. Oh, no. There's a lot of puppies in, or there were a lot of puppies in uh, very bad conditions. And the Scorpions? (laughs) The puppies were with the Scorpions. Oh, no. Wet Pets is no longer with us, by the way. Oh. But it sounded like that was a good thing. Yeah, probably. Mm, Yeah. Uh, So... (laughs) Spending more time on your music than you do on your pet care. I, okay. Uh, If you want to send us a local ad, of course, you can get to us at creeps at gmail.com and also on Twitter at at creeps. And on Instagram at ad creeps. Yeah, we're there too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Until next time, we are signing off. Hey,
Earth weren't my sponsor. Who's the man with the big clock? Who's the man with the big clock? Yeah. Run DMC? No, he didn't have the big clock. Oh. Uh, the In Love, it's a... Oh... It's the man with the big clock. Who's the man with the big clock? Because I have a joke about that. Okay, man. well, just hold on. The man with the And I can't remember. Clock. He uh, has a TV show. Yes, exactly. Flavor Flav.